Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, the It Gets Better podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Adkinson. My heart is racing, okay? I don't know what is going on. It's 7.15. I'm like, (sighs) take a few breaths. What is happening? I don't know if I'm anxious. I don't know what's going on. I've eaten enough today. I've had enough water. I don't know what it is. I only had two matchas. That's pretty average for me. My heart is racing, but I want to record this podcast. Last week, my nose was sniffly. That's still a little sniffly, but it might be the sugar. So Noah's family was here this weekend celebrating Noah's mom's 60th birthday, and we had a lot of sweets. Obviously, we had a cake, and we got some cookies as well because they want to try. We all want to try this like Chip City cookie place that I'd never been to. <gasps> so good. We got two s'mores cookies, a chocolate chip, and a Funfetti. And we split all of them. Like all four of us had like a little, like a corner of each. Oh my gosh. Dangerous. Except we all had like a half of the s'mores because we all knew we wanted that one. And I am a sucker for anything with marshmallows on it. I love them. Um, so we had a lot of sweets. The cake was from Magnolia Bakery. And I love, I, don't get me wrong, you know, you guys know I am ride or die Magnolia banana pudding fan. And I'm also a ride or die Magnolia bakery cupcake fan. However, the cakes are just too sweet and I finally have realized that. The last few years we have gotten Magnolia bakery for my birthday cake as well because I've suggested it because I love all their other stuff. And every time I have it, it's like I, I kind of forget when I go through so long in between because I'm not like buying cakes all the time. I forget that when I eat it, it is so sickly sweet that you just can't eat more than like a slice. And you don't want to spend all, they're pricey cakes. You don't want to spend all that money on a cake to to eat one slice of it and the rest of it goes to waste. So anyways, tonight I did have another slice of that Magnolia Bakery cake. No one, every single person like me, Noah, Noah's dad, Noah's mom, we all had like a half of a slice. Um, I ended up cutting up a few slices for our apartment, like the, um, the people that work at our front desks and stuff and took them a few slices. I am curious if they thought it was super sweet as well, but I mean, it's still delicious. It's just like you can't finish it in one sitting, but I just, I feel guilty for it all just sitting in our fridge. Noah's family is left now, so I wouldn't have had another slice tonight, so I'm like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the sugar has my heart racing. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a stranger to sugar, though, but that is, like, next level sugar, so maybe that's what it is, and I have been eating a good bit like healthier lately I would say with my physical therapy they talk talked to me a lot about being on an anti-inflammatory diet sorry that sound I'm taking my glasses off getting comfy they talked to me a lot about an anti-inflammatory diet for my knee um, if you didn't know I've had I was having some knee problems a while ago nothing serious it seems to all be better now but they were saying that I should work on my sugar intake and all of that so I did actually cut it down quite a bit so maybe because I hadn't been eating it as much lately that was it I don't know either way that's it <laughs> that's that's what's been going on in my life lots of sugar um Noah is not here for the week he is on a work retreat thing actually when you're listening to this if you're listening the day it goes out tuesday i'm recording this like the night before and i'm trying something different trying to see how it feels like recording it right before it goes up i did that last week kind of not like last last minute but recording it pretty soon before i had to go up instead of batch recording and i really enjoyed it so yeah i might keep doing this just like having it like hot because then when I post it I'm really excited because I'm still thinking about it versus if you record it a few days before a week before by the time it goes up like you kind of forgot about what you're talking about so you're not as excited where now I'm like I'm pumped to talk about this topic that I'm all talking about but 
what was i saying wow i really do i think we should call it, call it like tangent time or like on a tangent because i feel like i am just going to be known for having tangents at the beginning or like just kind of a catch-up at the beginning of my episodes that maybe don't make sense i've always been a bit of a rambler um so maybe that's maybe i need to call it a segment where we just catch up but it always comes back you know it always makes sense in the end i hope (laughs) but anyways noah is out of town because he's on a work retreat they're going on a little not a retreat it's basically like a work conference and they're in san francisco for the week so i am here i actually have my friend brooke from dallas she is flying in tomorrow morning to stay with me she was living here in new york for a while we literally met like Mm, six seven months before she moved to Dallas and I feel like we instantly became best friends and then she moved to Dallas it's like yeah worst timing ever but because I already had plans to move to Dallas but she is coming to visit and we're actually going to record an, a podcast together as well um, she's a very like successful business entrepreneur has her own website um website branding and builds website business so look out for that next week because she's gonna be giving you like all the insider tips for creating your own business working for yourself lots of good stuff there okay lots of rambling i'm sorry i know that for some podcasts i hear people say stuff about like in the reviews oh i just wish they would get to the topic i hate all the updates and then i see some podcasts people being like i love the updates so i am curious um if you want to if you are someone who like doesn't like the updates feel free to dm me on instagram if these are annoying Um, but if not i think i'm gonna keep going with them my goal is never to make them like 20 minutes long we're only at five minutes and 43 seconds so we're doing okay maybe maybe i'll make it like a six to ten minute update tops every week I don't know I'm still I think that's why I I'm keeping this so casual and I haven't Brooke will be my my friend Brooke will be the first guest is because I'm still figuring it out and I think that's okay and it's why I also am just like loving taking the podcast slowly and I haven't really been promoting it a lot I've only been sharing it like on my Instagram when it goes out whereas usually with stuff I'll like promote it like non-stop because you know you got to promote your work you got to be proud of it posting it all day long on my I mean if I usually like with my YouTube videos I'd post it multiple times a week like sharing the videos over on TikTok if I'd had it back then Pinterest Facebook you know everything but right now I'm only really sharing all my stories when it goes out I think just because I am figuring out how to make this work for me how to figure out my voice when the podcast comes because I do love talking but I know that I do have things I need to work on like how much I ramble and staying concise so I kind of love that right now I've kind of kept it with my comfortable small space like with my community that I feel so comfortable with while I like figure out the kinks of it and then I hope you know once I get that all figured out I'll start feeling more comfortable to have guests but anyways <laughs> let's talk about today's episode today we're talking about how things like visualization scripting and affirmations this also includes meditation any type of manifestation tool can change your life okay and I wouldn't actually consider like meditation necessarily a manifestation tool but things that you hear about as tools when people reference you know changing their life manifestation all of that And we're going to dive into each one of them and like go into what I love about each one. Um, This also includes other things. I I said meditation, but I'm trying to think of other ones you might think of. EFT is a popular one. That's like another manifestation tool. 
that might be i'll think of a few more but i actually we'll talk about eft first i tried eft i joined a group from gala darling and she offers it was nine dollars a month really affordable to try eft every single like it was like once a week she did live sessions and you had unlimited access to like her backlogs of like tapping and i really enjoyed it but i didn't feel like a massive change in my life but i kind of wonder if i needed to stick with it a little bit longer because everyone I know that does EFT, they like are set on it. They talk about how incredible it is. And I kind of want to try it again. So if you are someone who's tried EFT, let me know what your thoughts were. You can again, DM me on Instagram. I always read and respond to my DMs as long as I see them and as long as they're nice. (laughs) So let me know because I am curious if that's something I should give another shot. Um, and just see how I feel. But let's talk about these for today. The main ones I'm really going to stick with are visualization, scripting, and affirmations. I do love other things that I'm probably not thinking of, but I feel like I can always talk about those later. So I have always been such a big fan of visualizing, vision boards, scripting, affirmations, and I've always talked about how those things have deeply impacted my life, deeply impacted my manifestation journey, and really changed my life. I first started out, let me think with which one. Actually, I first started out with affirmations. My mom was pretty big on, without even realizing it, she she was pretty big on making me use affirmations when I was younger. I was called ugly a lot in like middle school. I remember like there was, um, I think it was Tumblr, but before Tumblr, there was another thing and I don't know what it is. It was like an anonymous, maybe you know what I'm talking about, an anonymous thing where you could like write I don't know if people wrote you messages anonymously or talked about people anonymously, like at your school. I'm kind of drawing a blank, but I just know it was anonymous. And also, maybe I am thinking just of Tumblr, um, because I know there was an anonymous section there. But either way, people would anonymously like call me pizza face. And I mean, I struggled with my skin a lot, but it also, it doesn't even matter. Um, but I just feel like it was just not, it was just, you know, things like that just mean, uh, pizza face. People would call me ugly, um, I got butterface a lot when I was growing up, like, you know, something like ever, is it, I think it's butterface, everything's good, but yeah, it's supposed to be like, everything's good, but her face, disgusting, like, people like that are nasty, who say things like that to people, first off, I think when you're judging someone based off their appearance, like, if you're gonna judge someone and be petty, whatever, judge someone, judge someone off of something they, like, not appearances, not something they can't control, like, judge someone on something, like, actually, don't judge people at all, but I'm, you see what I'm saying, like, if you're gonna judge someone, like, that's what you're going to judge them on is their appearance. Like what a low blow. And honestly, I was a kid too. So those things had a big impact on my life. I really felt down about my looks. I thought I was ugly. I would constantly talk down about myself and I would like cry to my mom and ask, you know, tell her that I thought I was ugly. And my mom was not having that. You know, I've had my struggles with my mom, but one thing she would never allow is me to talk bad about myself. And she would make me go to the bathroom. These are one of my fondest memories of her looking back um, that I like cherish. She'd make me go to my bathroom and repeat, I am beautiful over and over and over. And I mean, like it was like a punishment. Like she'd make me say it like hundreds of times until I'd be like tired like I was exhausted from saying it and then she's like I'm gonna make you say it until you have no choice to believe it and every single time she caught me saying ugly saying I was ugly or talking like negatively about my looks she would go and make me do it and honestly it worked I grew up and I 
don't I feel like I am beautiful and maybe someone else out there maybe someone listening is like well I don't think she's pretty that doesn't matter that's the whole the cool thing is I find myself beautiful and because of that I also genuinely I talk about this with Noah all the time I genuinely feel like everyone is beautiful and when I was younger maybe I didn't maybe I was you know also looking at people and judging their looks as I was a kid like I also for by the way I do also forgive the people that left me those comments because they were 14 years old as well and I'm you know we all make mistakes I'm sure I probably said my I know I said my fair share of nasty things back when I was a kid and even in my teenage early 20s years you know everyone can be hateful so don't (laughs) I promise I do forgive them I'm just mainly I was saying if people still have are making those judgments now that's when it's like okay that's disgusting but um I really grew up feeling like now when I after like saying those affirmations like really sticking with it um I genuinely now that I've come to a happy place I feel like everyone is beautiful like, I talked about this with Noah, but I get so confused when I see someone on TikTok and, like, they're, like, posting this, like, cute video of themselves and people are like, oh, they're so ugly. And you see all these comments. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? This person is beautiful. Everyone has their own unique qualities and we are also beautiful in our own ways. And maybe that's cheesy and maybe it sounds like I'm just trying to, like, be overly positive or whatever. But I really, I truly mean it. And I do think the affirmations help. And I stopped, I actually, okay, so I did affirmations for a long time because of that. I remember I used to put, if you remember back in my old YouTube days, I would put like colorful sticky notes all over my apartment that had cute little affirmations on them. And I I loved it. I loved putting those little things all over my apartment. And I really feel like it had an impact because I took big chances on myself. I was confident and I was confident, confident in a way that I hadn't been confident before. When I was going after my photography job, when I was going into photography school, I acted like I, I would walk into the room like I knew exactly what I was doing. I remember going to my photography teacher being like, oh, I heard that so-and-so, this massive photography, a massive, massive photographer that was coming to our school. She would shoot with celebrities. She'd shot for Vogue and like all these music videos. She was coming to our school and I was a freshman um, at my photography program. And she was coming to select a few students, most likely seniors, to work with her. I remember walking up to my teacher so confident, like, you need to put me in there. Like, I promise you, I know what I'm doing. I was so confident and he did it. And I ended up killing it at that shoot. I did such a good job. And I think it all came down to my confidence. Um, We're going to get into later on how, like, some of this has wavered and I'm not perfect at it anymore. But just hold on. So I do believe the affirmations had a big effect on that because it really made me, it brought out a confidence that I didn't have. It brought out me feeling proud of my looks and finding other people beautiful because that's the thing is when you feel if your head is filled with negative thought patterns and always like oh this person's ugly or oh if you're always calling yourself ugly calling yourself stupid most likely the things you're thinking of other people are also oh they're ugly they're stupid you know usually it's pretty similar or it's like oh I wish I could look like them I'm stupid you know it's never a positive thing it's never like oh they're beautiful I'm ugly it's oh I wish I could look like them I'm ugly so either way we're spewing negativity not only to other people but also to ourselves which is it's like not fair to them or ourselves and I noticed that once I changed that inner dialogue and it became more of I'm beautiful you know I am proud of myself I am confident that I started appreciating those things in other people as well in realizing that someone else's beauty someone else's confidence does not take away from my own because we all there's enough room for all of us you know there's enough room for us all to succeed and be great in our own ways. So I really do feel like that changed a lot in my life. And then let's move on to visualization. So I started visualizing 
when it came to the Avalon contest, when I won, won the free apartment. And also, I want to stop calling it, I call it a lottery all the time. I know I just said contest, but I call it a lottery all the time. And because of that, I have a lot of people be like, oh, well, of course, it's your life change. You won a lottery. I have to stop doing that because it was not a lottery. It was a contest that I worked really hard to win. Like, there were tens of thousands of people that entered this contest because it was on the radio, um, on, like, our biggest radio, the biggest radio station in Georgia is when, where I heard it. Um, and it was, it was played all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a massive uh, thing and I worked really hard to win this and I used resources that I did not have. Like I spent money I did not have. Um, I was completely broke and driving an hour and 45 minutes back, like one way and all the way back just to go to Avalon so that I could create content, even though like content wasn't really a thing back then to show them like what I could do if they let me win this apartment. But that's a different topic. But it just it goes back to like the way we talk about ourselves. And I do think sometimes I use the word lottery because I feel guilty. Maybe I feel like, oh, like I don't want to sound like I worked for it I don't know what it is but I need to work on that limiting belief because or that mindset because no I worked hard for it I did um so it's a contest I know I said contest today but recently in TikTok on TikTok I've been saying lottery all the time and I'm like I've got to stop saying that but when I entered the contest um I um started visualizing winning the contest visualizing what my mornings would be like what my life would be like what I would do and it's funny because I remember I spent a ton of, remember I talked about, I spent a money I didn't have to go there to, you know, to create content in there and show them, but also to look around and see what it looks like. So I'd have a better understanding of what I was visualizing. Like I looked at, at Avalon to put myself in this space. So that, that way when I was back home, I can visualize what it was like. And when I was there visiting, I went up to the concierge and I shook their hands. I met them. I got their names. I walked around through all the shops to see what they were, looked at the stores that I knew I'd want to go to. And then that when I started visualizing, I would visualize myself going up to the concierge, becoming best friends with one of the concierge, which is funny because we became best friends and we were still, I we're not as close to we, as we used to be, but we still keep in touch to this day, which is insane. Um, uh, talking to the concierge, going to get bagels in the morning. I visualized myself getting coffee at the coffee shops, waking up in the bed in the apartment I would have, like looking out on the balcony at the view. And I even pointed out an apartment that I, like when I was there, I was like, that's going to be the one that I win. And I ended up winning one that was like one floor above it and like two, one or two down. Like it was so close, like nearly spot on. Insane. Um, so that is how I use visualization and there's lots of guided visualizations as well, which is beautiful. And then moving on to scripting, I, scripting is something I, I want to get better at. I've never been great at a consistent writing routine. As you know, I want to write a book. I actually wrote a lot of a book, but I want to redo it now that I've, you know, grown and changed. But I was in therapy and well, let's first, let's first talk about my book. Actually, when I think scripting is not only something you can use, I guess I'm talking more about journaling now. I'm talking about journaling and scripting a little bit. When I first started writing my book, I wrote it, basically it was a memoir about my life and I wrote all about the hard things I went through and I wrote it from a very brutally honest place. Not an unbiased place that you would want from a book, from a, in a very wounded inner child place. And I wrote it like, I hate this. She did this to me and everyone did this to me and I was angry. And it's funny because I just let myself go and I thought it was right. And I thought, you know, this is the way I'm going to write the book. And then once I got like halfway through with that, I started to realize how much anger I had let go of. And then I started to read the pages back and be like, oh, this isn't this isn't actually how I feel about these situations. I'm looking at this through a very angry lens, a very harsh lens. And 
that made me scrap it and decide to write it again. And I think what's funny is I actually think writing it from that angry point of view was very healing because it, it ended up not being for anyone else. I didn't publish those. I actually deleted the document. I kept some of it so I can go back and like just read it later on. But a lot of it, I was like, you know, I want to let go of that. I talked about it with my therapist and she said, actually, you know, writing and journaling is very therapeutic. And that's why she recommended me to keep journaling. She's like, obviously writing the book, actually really healed you because that was probably when I started to heal the most when I was writing the book that's when I realized like going through that angry phase of writing that's when I realized I need needed to go to therapy and that is what pushed me to go to therapy and I actually feel like writing the book in that angry way is what kind of pivoted my healing journey and got me to really focus on letting that anger go so if you've been through some really stressful times, um, don't be afraid to write about it in the way that feels right to you even if it's not the right way. you don't need to write in the way that someone else is going to read. It is your journal. And if you're worried someone's going to find it and think something, do what I do and like get rid of it after, you know, tear it up. It doesn't matter. Like just get it out of your head, type it up and erase it after, or like, you know, backspace it after. Write whatever you need to write about it and then let it go. Let it go and don't think about it anymore. Don't do that all the time. I think if we're constantly journaling negative things about one situation, we are really attaching negative emotions to something that probably was negative, but we're we're gonna that's really gonna be in your mind and constantly stuck in that negative space if you're always doing it so I think let it be a one-time exercise maybe twice if you need to and then kind of let it go write the experience that's how I did it. like I wrote each chapter and then I didn't go back and rewrite it like I let it go and that was really healing but then when I went to therapy, she gave me a lot of journaling prompts, a lot of journaling exercises. And, I, you know, I'm not the greatest at sticking with it. I don't know why. I think it's because there's so many, like, manifestation tools or healing tools, self-growth tools. And sometimes you don't want to do them all. And I kind of sometimes feel like when I'm more consistent with one of them I get the most benefit out of it at least that's how I've been so it's sometimes that's what's harder is that scripting is not the most enjoyable for me however I do feel like it's still one of the best ones because she gave me all these tools and I think they were incredible and then I learned all about Charlie Rocket I've talked about him so many times he talks all about scripting in the impulsive podcast the one all about how he changed his life and he says that everything he writes down he does he makes it come into his life and he like scripts his life he scripts the dreams he wants his goals and then he he makes it happen and that is really inspiring his scripting story is really really beautiful and I script all the time and I feel like a lot of things I've scripted you know have come true and I do recommend scripting a lot but I will say I have realized as I've grown and stuff like you don't have to do every single step like you don't have to use all these tools that's the things these are just tools which is like going to be the focus of this topic of this episode in a minute is these are just tools to help you if one of them doesn't work don't do it if you try visualization and you just can't see it in your mind but you can script and you can write it in detail about the things that you want do that if affirmations make you feel incredible but meditation makes you feel anxious stick with the affirmations if EFT is better for you than scripting or affirmations try the EFT do what works for you don't you don't need to do all of it you need to do what works best for you and I think that's a big thing I've realized but (laughs) I did all those things. Okay. I'm very happy with where I'm at in my life. But over the past year or so, I did notice that my confidence wasn't as high as it used to be. My motivation with my job wasn't the same as it used to be. I wasn't putting in the same dedication and effort that I used to. And 
one other thing I had noticed is I had kind of stopped talking as much about these topics. I do feel like I got a little burnt out on it because it was on my YouTube channel. It was 24-7. How to script, how to visualize affirmations, how to script, how to visualize affirmations, vision board. And I was just talking about those things all the time where it got to the point where I almost started wanting to like not talk about it in a way that it made me not believe in it even though I've always believed in it but I think it came from more not that I didn't believe in it but more of I would get all these comments like oh well I visualized and I did all these affirmations and I didn't get my dream job or oh I said these affirmations before I went on a date and the date didn't go well I scripted my day and then I ended up sitting on the couch all day so it didn't work and the 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 great thing with my content is I've connected with so many beautiful amazing people but I've also gotten some hate comments and I've gotten comments that make me feel bad because getting comments from someone saying I tried all this stuff and it didn't change my life made me feel a sense of guilt and I think something I've had to realize which is why I'm getting my motivation back is that I can't force anyone to do anything like you can give someone information but they have to get up and do it and the most important thing is that these are just tools visualization and scripting and affirmations don't just change your life they are tools to help you realize how to change your own life they are tools to help you align you with the path that you need to take to change your own life does that make sense I put in the dedication towards changing my life I put in the effort towards creating a new life I put in the discipline that it took to change my life I did all of these amazing things now yes some amazing things happened to me like you know winning the contest because in the end I did still win I could have just not won it but you have to believe in magic which can come from affirmations to find magic but not only that but if you don't if you you have to believe in magic to find magic but then you actually have to believe you're worthy of the magic and then also take action upon the magic. Does that make sense? I always say it does not make sense. I know you I know you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that as like a, I'm trying to be condescending. I that's like I some people have the phrase like you know. Like you know what I'm saying or you know. Mine is do you know or do you do you know what I'm saying? Did you, do you understand? Does that make does that make sense? I forgot my own phrase for a minute. Wow. Let me take a step of my Zevia. I need to chill. Okay. Getting ahead of myself. The point is These are tools and resources that can really change your life, but you have to change your life. That is why there are people that believe in all, they they do all of these things. They make vision boards, they script, they do affirmations, and they notice that their life doesn't change. And then there are people who will never once visualize, they'll never try meditation, they'll never script, they'll never do any of those things that will still become successful. That's because the success doesn't come from the activity, it comes from how, it's, it comes from the feeling on the inside, it comes from the, the intuition you get, it comes from the confidence, the self-worth, the discipline. And some people who some people don't need visualization scripting affirmations to come become all those things to become aligned with their best self and the person they need to be to go after their goals Um, but some people need those things however the different the thing that the the common denominator in both groups of people that become successful is that they get up and they still go after it they don't wake I used to say um, they don't wait for it to come to them I used to say this a lot in my youtube videos that at the end of the rainbow, there is not a le- there's not a leprechaun that's going to come to your door with a pot of gold. If you see a rainbow, you have to get up and follow the rainbow and go to the end and find what you're looking for. And that is the cheesiest little metaphor, okay? But you get what I'm saying. 
my friend Julie and I, who also has a podcast, um, it's called Break Out of the Matrix. I'm going to have her on my show as well in a few weeks. Um, she's all about manifestation, but very big on like doing the work. She said something really big when her and I were having this combo, convo about how she doesn't really talk about these topics as much lately because she said so many people are robots now to self-growth. Like all they're doing is the self-growth stuff all day long and their lives aren't changing and they're miserable because they're missing out on taking the massive action in their lives. That some people have done the work and they, they visualize and they script and, they af- and they're doing the affirmations and they're doing all this stuff to make themselves better and they're like, they become like a robot to it. And she's like, you can only do the work for so long. Eventually, you just have to get up and go. Eventually, you just have to get up and do the work. And some people, she's like, if, you know, if the scripting and stuff isn't work, you know, it's not forcing you to get up and go, then you might just have to force yourself to get up and go. And it's better to take imperfect action than no action at all. I love inspired action, but it's better to take imperfect action and figure it out than no action at all. And that was really motivating. And it's really what made me want to talk about this topic because I have kind of shied away. If you haven't noticed, I still talk about manifesting and I still talk about the same self-growth topics, but I stopped using the word manifest as much as I used to because a lot of people hear the word manifest and they think I'm trying to give them ways to cheat the system, to have a cheat code at life so that they don't have to go to work, that they can make $10,000 a day without ever working. And I wish that was possible, but it's not. However, I do believe visualization, visualization, scripting, affirmations, all that stuff can make your life a lot easier because when it is, it is really hard to want to get up and go after your goals. If you have no self-worth, if you have no confidence, because you don't believe in yourself, you have to believe in yourself to want to go after these things. So just know there's nothing wrong with using all these tools, but know that that is what they are. They are tools that can play a big part in your life. I personally was someone who needed those things. If I hadn't visualized Avalon, I wouldn't have been motivated enough to go out and work as hard as I did because I was someone who had no discipline and had very little motivation. But seeing the life that I could have and being able to really see it, that motivated me to get up. You know, saying the affirmations helped me find my own confidence so that I could believe in myself and put myself out there and that I could be my own best friend that would help me heal my life and do the things I needed to do to become a healthy, happy person because no one else was doing that for me. And then scripting, like I said, helped me heal and let go of a lot of anger. And it's also great to just kind of plan out your day. I I sometimes will script the day ahead of me instead of like my whole, I used to use it more of like an overall picture. Now, sometimes I'll just, when I do script, I'll script out more of like the day I want to have. I'll script in present tense, like getting up in the morning and how I'm so grateful for my life and really focusing on gratitude and abundance and how grateful I am for the morning coffee, looking out at my view of New York City and going to do my job that I'm so lucky that I have a job that makes me enough money to pay my bills because not everyone has that and how lucky I am to have a husband that loves me because I know some people are lonely like I really focus on what I have and you might be listening like okay well I don't have those things everyone has everyone is missing things and everyone has certain things I that's something I always argue back with because I will have people be like oh well you don't understand because I don't have this and I'm like guys I don't have any parents anymore. Like that sounds really morbid, but like I lost my mom. I don't know my dad. You know, I don't have really any family. Noah's family is now my family. I have my brothers and obviously they're my family. I love them so much, but I barely see them. Like I, I definitely have mommy and daddy issues nowadays, you know, like everyone doesn't have things. And that is not me trying to like downplay your problems. Please don't hear that. Don't think that I'm saying that. What I'm saying is 
we you can have problems and have all these things that you don't have but you've got to focus on what you do have to find more of that if you're always thinking of what you don't have you're going to notice more of what you don't have and you're going to feel very unmotivated and that's something scripting can do can really help you help you figure out what do I have? And sometimes you have to start small. Back in the day when I first was doing all this stuff, I didn't have much, but I focused on what I did have. You know, I was like, you know, I have a door that keeps me safe inside my, my building. I have dinner tonight and I, I didn't always have food on the table. Sometimes I was eating things I didn't want to eat. I was like, you know, but I have food right now. Even though I did not like the job and I was miserable working my overnight shift at a hotel at one point, I would write, you know, you could write things like, I'm so grateful to just have a job. And then you can find the little things like, I'm grateful for the sunshine this morning and the vitamin D. I'm grateful for the water, the clean drinking water I get to drink right now. And you may think that sounds ridiculous, especially if you have a lot going on in your life. But I promise you, your subconscious takes note of what you focus on. And when you focus on what you do have, your subconscious is like, oh, well, and I want to find more things to be grateful for. I, I want to affirm that this is true, that I have things to be grateful for. It will look for new things and you will start to notice new opportunities and new outcomes in your life. So please just trust that. I felt like that was a little bit of a tough love moment. I try not to go there as much because I feel guilty for it. But I think that's another thing I need to work on is I need to trust my my gut and my, my words that I say here because I do do sometimes water myself down. So that's what we're going to get to. Okay. Let me just step back a little bit. So, okay. After think, what the reason I stopped talking about manifesting is because there's a lot of people that will say, okay, but this didn't help me. And there's, and so I think I just felt really guilty because I'm like, okay, I don't want to create a, an abundance of people that know how to visualize and script, but don't actually go up and work at their goals. But I kind of realized I think most people know they have to get up and work for it. And the people that don't, the people that may be misunderstood, I can just explain that now, I realize. I don't have to stop talking about those things. It's just that I need to explain the balance of it. You know, the perfect balance of attracting things into your life, but actually getting up and making sure that you take the things that are attracted to you. That way you don't get a job opportunity and think, well, I don't have to actually go to that because like it's something you might have a great opportunity in your face like oh I just got my you know a dream job opportunity but I'm not going to take it because I'm manifesting I'm manifesting ten thousand dollars I don't have to work for but you just got a great job offer that you'd have to do some work for like no take the job offer that's what you need you got <laughs> you got to go for it and then if something else comes comes your way later on that's amazing too you know it's okay to for things to take time and I just realized it is a perfect balance of tools and effort tools and dedication, tools and discipline, self-worth and discipline, self-worth and having a plan for your life, having a vision. So in a way, visualization, scripting, affirmations didn't change my life. I did. But in a way, they did change my life because I needed those things because I was in such a low place that I alone did not know how to change my life because visualization helped me see the dream life that I wanted to chase. Scripting helped me plan out the day that I needed in order to slowly build the foundations of routines and habits that would get me towards that dream life. And then affirmations helped me believe in myself so that I would have the motivation and discipline to get up every day and go towards those dreams that I was working towards instead of self-sabotaging and not believing in myself like I I had been for so long. So in a way, those tools can change your life. As long as you, the most important part of the piece, make sure that you still get up 
once you have this discipline, this motivation, this self-worth, and you put in the effort too. When you get the opportunity, you don't just say, oh, well, well, I, I, I don't want to work for it. Nope. You, you take it, you take it as well. And that's where I'm getting at. And I know you will. Okay. I believe in you. You got to believe in yourself. And these, these can be really good tools. If you are curious, my favorite of each, my favorite way to visualize, I used to just close my eyes and play. I'd, I think I'd go on like YouTube and type like visualization music, visualization meditation music, music, some kind of like fast paced, upbeat type meditative music that kind of gets, gets you in a cool state. And I would visualize just all the things I wanted to come true. If you aren't good at thinking of it, you can also make a vision board. I'm going to make a TikTok tutorial soon on how I make my vision boards because it has changed. I do it very different now. I make a seasonal one. Really good. Very, very beneficial. But that'll be on TikTok. You could make a vision board first and kind of see what it, you know, what it, you want it to look like and then visualize it. You can also look on YouTube or other places as well for guided visualizations. Those can also be really helpful, but you basically just want to see what it looks like, what it feels like. You want to like really go deep. You don't just want to visualize like you getting $10,000. And this is such a random number, random thing you want to visualize you going into the job getting accepted for the job what you're wearing the first day how excited you are when you get the the call that you got the job walking in feeling nervous the first day within your first paycheck how you spend your first paycheck that's what you want to visualize by the end you want to feel it and you want to be able to get up and take the energy that the visualization just put in your mind that energy of excitement and gratitude and motivation and then apply it to the action you're going to take that's where the action comes in then you want to start working towards it doing the steps you need to take towards that dream job but use that feeling you just had from the visualization to help you keep going attach that to it and then attach that feeling as well of that gratitude and that excitement towards the things you're doing in your everyday life to help speed up the process with with the universe a little bit more so for scripting like I said, I really love to describe my daily life, like, you know, things to motivate me. But I also, I really love to journal in more of a healing way as well. I recently started reading, reading How to Heal Your, you, wait, is it You Can Heal, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Um, I think I've already talked about it here on the podcast, but she talks a lot um, about healing in general. I kind of forgot what I was saying. Uh, Oh, yeah. So she has a lot of prompts in the book on healing when it comes to scripting and affirmations and visualizations as well. So that was something I've really loved recently. And it's really kind of got me back in the groove to it. And that's kind of what I was thinking of when I was doing this podcast is when I started to feel guilty for sharing this stuff because I felt like a lot of people weren't working towards not a lot of people a very small amount but you know sometimes the people that leave comments like that that's what I it's what you focus on because you I feel a lot of responsibility towards people that are like oh I followed your advice and it didn't work of course I feel responsible even though I get like so many comments every single day being like this changed my life you know I would focus on those um when I started to feel guilty for it, I noticed that I myself stopped these practices. I think I maybe forgot to finish this up earlier. I think I was talking about how I noticed myself that I haven't been as confident, haven't haven't been as motivated. I haven't been as disciplined and I have stopped doing these things. And again, some people don't need to do them forever. Some people do it for a while. They get the motivation and they're set for life. Maybe that's not the way I'm built and that's okay. I have a lot of survival habits that I brought from my childhood and a lot of, you know, 
things that I sometimes fall back to when I'm comfortable and I am also going to be challenging myself to get back into this stuff because I do know that even though this isn't the one the end-all be-all I know that these are such powerful tools to help change my life and help not change me but remind me of who the heck I am to remind you of who the heck you are because sometimes we forget sometimes the world tells us who they think we are and we forget how effing cool we are okay you are one intuitive badass confident beautiful abundant capable resourceful human being and if you've forgotten that these things can help Okay, and then once you realize that about yourself or as you're on the way, that's when you you get that action going, girl. I'm going to be following up. (laughs) And anyways, so another thing about you can heal your life is she's really big on affirmation. So I'm going down the line. So we've got scripting, visualization, again, also for scripting, listen to the Charlie Rocket episode on impulsive. Maybe if I'm famous one day, he'll come on the podcast and talk to you guys. Oh my God, should we manifest that? (gasps) Put it out there. I mean, he does follow me on Instagram. I don't know why or when, but I noticed that because I was like, I don't know, someone pointed out, I was talking to someone, she's like, he follows you. I'm like, (gasps) what I didn't even follow him on Instagram because I had heard I've always just followed like his journey um I didn't follow him on Instagram I do follow him now don't worry I followed him back Charlie for listening I'm so sorry I followed you back anyways come on my podcast but anyways moving on listen to his episode it's really good you can heal your life talks a lot about affirmations and she talks about how doing affirmations in the mirror is so powerful because you know you're looking at yourself you're talking to yourself you're telling yourself you love yourself I think we I'm I just realized I've talked about this in the last episode but something I'm going to start doing is it kind of goes back to what my mom made me do I'm going to take my sticky notes something that I made myself do a few years ago I'm going to attach it to what my mom made me do and I'm going to put little affirmations and I'm going to put them where I need them for example when I'm doing this podcast I have noticed that sometimes I doubt what I say like I, I believe in what I say, but I get nervous of offending someone or hurting someone's feelings or someone's going to take it the wrong way. So I am going to put an affirmation on a sticky note on my computer that's I trust myself. I trust myself because I do. I trust myself. <laughs> and I'm going to say it every time before I record. I'm going to put one on my mirror that's I think I, this is what I got from Louise. Hey, that says I love and accept myself because often we look in the mirror and we pick ourselves apart. I love and accept myself boom I'm gonna put I'm gonna put them all around the house okay but especially in the mirror that's a good one when I'm looking at myself in the mirror so I can see myself and say that affirmation to myself try all these things out okay don't feel cheesy don't feel corny don't care if people say it's lame it's not it's only lame if you make it lame and it's not lame um I love you I I was about to say I've been rambling and I'm sorry nope I'm not doing that anymore I'm not apologizing because I'm working on this with you guys see it gets better that's the whole point of this podcast is we are getting better together we are learning we are growing life is just it's just part of life yeah I my heart is no longer racing did we work through my anxiety together oh my gosh was I anxious to record Ooh, maybe I do need to work on trusting my voice because uh, maybe that's why I was anxious anyways it is eight something p.m I paused halfway through the episode because Noah called me. That's why it's a little later now. I am going to go watch the new Pretty Little Liars, the new HBO season. I, not the new one. I think it came out like last year or something. The one that's on HBO. I was told that it's really good. I'm going to binge it tonight before my friend comes tomorrow. And I'm just going to have a night. I'm going to chill. I hope you're having a wonderful night. If you're listening to this Tuesday morning, hello. I kind of love recording it the day before because it's like, 
if we're talking if you guys dm me about it we can talk about it while it's hot so if you have any thoughts about this oh please if you enjoyed this episode and you have any thoughts of like what you're if you want to implement any of it please share it to your stories and tag me and i'll reach out and we can talk about it you can also just dm me directly anything like that um my tiktok and instagram are both at lindsay.adkinson if you enjoyed this episode i would love it if you give it a five star rating and review on wherever you listen and wherever you can see a rating button i know they're on pot apple Podcasts and spotify i don't know about the other platforms but i'm sure it's out there if you're listening it's got to be there if you're listening there so i love you so much thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen and i will talk to you next tuesday bye